Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. And welcome to the show, Michelle. Oh, hi. Thank you very much for taking my call. And hi, Michelle. Oh, hi, Dr. Dyer. It's a pleasure to speak with you today. Likewise. I'm calling, actually, looking... Um, for guidance, I have uh, I have read m- many of your books, and I've followed you for several years, and I've listened to you on public television um, every time that you're on, and I know uh, logically where I should be at in my mind with a situation, but I'm finding myself torn between what to do, and, and I thought, well, I've never called in anywhere um, to seek help, and I guess if I get through, it's meant to be. Um, it is. So it is. Um, My father is dying, and I have not seen or spoken to him in 30 years. And um, it was not a very very, uh, loving, pleasurable uh, childhood. And um, I'm just calling to to ask, how do I say that I forgive him when he has not asked for my forgiveness? Forgiveness, um, you know, I'm, I'm writing a book about it right now. I'm just starting it right soon. I'm talking about the story of my uh, my own life with my own father. Yeah. Uh, and it was where I learned, you know, the importance of forgiveness. Uh, but the, there's a wonderful line in The Course in Miracles that says, uh, in order to forgive, uh, you must have blamed. And um, and so it's, so much of that is, is really about blame right, and, and about letting go. I was uh, having dinner with my friend Ramdas uh, one night at uh, Marco's restaurant over here on Maui, and uh, we were talking a little bit about forgiveness. Now Ramdas has had a stroke, and he he it's a, he doesn't speak uh, nearly he doesn't enunciate like he used to, and it's yes. just long spaces between because of his stroke and so on. But he leaned over to me and it took him a long time. But uh, he said in my ear, he said, Wayne, he said. Uh, uh, I've never believed that it's uh, it is up to us to forgive anyone. You know that that is not uh, that is not our role. And I think I think he's got. Uh, I think he had something, you know, very important and powerful to say to me. That um, first of all, you don't you know, forgiving really is really all it, it really amounts to is just is letting go, letting go of. Uh, the anger, the hatred, the bitterness, the revenge, the th- the thoughts that you've had because what your, your father did your father walk out on you? Was he not there for you? Did he was he? Uh, he was abusive and he did uh, walk out as well. Yeah. So um, what you carry around inside of you and have been carrying around for thirty years or so um, is is stuff that will always weaken you if i were to if i were to do a, a kinesiology muscle test with you and i would ask you to hold your uh, arm out and, and i would push down on it and i would ask you first of all to uh, think about uh, uh, getting even with your father getting revenge you know re- even if you don't want to think like that it's like if you, if you could if you just hold on to a thought of just revenge and anger and bitterness and so on and i would push down on your arm you can try this yourself and have someone do it with you uh, you would find that when you think that thought of revenge and anger and hurt you will go weak and then if i said to you hold your arm out 
and we're going to push down it. But in the, what I would like you to do is have a thought of forgiveness. I would like you to just surround this man with light uh, and with love in some way. Just just do that for yourself and watch as someone pushes down on your arm, and you will see that you will now become very, very strong, that you're, you won't even be able to budge your arm. And I've done this hundreds and hundreds of times with people in, in, in front of uh, live audiences of thousands of people, and it's never failed me. Right. So, so that we forgive... Um, we, we forgive not because of uh, what it has to do with your father at all. We forgive so that we can have uh, that Christ consciousness within ourselves. You know, okay. I mean, the, uh, and I think the, you know, one of the great lessons of forgiveness is from, you know, Jesus uh, is reportedly that he said as he was, as they were tossing a spear into him, forgive them for they know not what they do. They really don't know that when they throw a spear into me to harm me, that they're really harming themselves and everyone else. Right. And that's the reason that you want to forgive. And if you can get that in, into your head uh, and into your heart and realize that where you, what you want to do is you want to replace all of this anger and this hatred and this, this, uh, this stuff that uh, has been weakening you every time that you think it in, in your life and, uh, uh, and replace it with, uh, with the only thing that you have to give away. You know, be steadfast. As Patanjali said, when you're steadfast, that means you never slip. When you're steadfast uh, in, uh, you know, in not having thoughts of harm directed towards yourself or others, then all living creatures will cease to feel fear in your presence. I mean, you, you, cha- you literally become a, uh, a Christ consciousness person, a God-realized person. Right. And so my recommendation for you, I don't know, where is your father? Um, he, he lives north of where I live a few hours. How long since you've seen him? 30 years. Oh, and, and have you communicated with him or spoken to him at all in those 30 years? No, I have not, and, and he has not tried, nor have I. Mm. I was always, well, for many years I was afraid to, um, mm-hmm. ob- for obvious reasons, and um, not saying they're right, but I was very fearful, and, it, you know, there was physical violence, so there were other reasons to be fearful. Mm-hmm. Um and then I thought that I came to a point with doing a lot of the work that I've read in your books that I do forgive him. Like, I do, I forgive him because I believe that he did the best he knew. I right. don't believe that he purposely, you know, said, I'm going to do all these horrible things, um, uh, you know, uh, whether it be, you know, not being accepting or encouraging. And, you know, if you've got if you got 90, came home with 94, it would always be, well, why didn't you get 100 if you're so smart? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, things that were not encouraging or the criticisms or yeah. the violence. Let me ask you this. Let me, what, was his, what, what was it like for him as, as a little boy? Well, I read on your website, and I've also read in some other books to, to research that. And unfortunately, I have no idea, but I can only assume that it was learned. Yeah, at so, somewhere so, in some point in time that um, it was learned. Otherwise, yeah, very was, very likely he was abused in some way himself, and probably treated this way, and uh, and figured uh, because he had to learn it. I mean, to to be able to treat his own children that way. Do you have siblings? I do, and um, he does see that my one sibling. He does see them, but mm-hmm. um, I see now what an additional thirty years of put-downs has done to, to my sibling mm. um, that, fortunately, I didn't endure an additional 30 yeah. years. 
Okay, um, so your, your name is Michelle, right? Yes. So, Michelle, here's, what, here's what's going on. Um, it's, it's a Monday, and you're in Toronto, and your father is dying, and he's somewhere north of you. Yes. Um, you uh, decided to pick up the telephone and, and, uh, and dial with the likelihood of getting through being very, very small because, you know, only a, one in a few Ab- thousand get through. Anyway. Absolutely. Uh, and, but you got through. And, um, and, and so there's something inside of you. There's a calling of some kind inside of you that feels like this thing is just not resonating right with you. This idea of letting your father die without seeing him or without communicating with him or without letting him know. Um, supposing you were to go to him and supposing you were to take him some, uh, you know, a gift, I don't know, of some kind, something that you think he might like, of whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 you didn't talk about forgiveness because forget you know because if someone comes up to you and says I forgive you, their immediate their ego is going to be so strong to say what what are you talking about you have you don't have anything to forgive uh, you know I didn't do anything to you and blah 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 and they, yes. they you get into that war like you know, sort of mentality. Yeah. But supposing you were just to go to him and just say you know I've thought about you so many times uh, over the past several years we haven't spoken and I just want you to know that I'm here to let you know that I'm sending you love and. Uh, um, and that I and that I care for you and I care about you. Period. Mm-hmm. No more. No no discussion. No anger. No, no nothing like that. No going you know through all of the things that he did wrong and all of the things that uh, you know you wish he wouldn't have done and and all of the horrible thoughts that you've you've had and and, and whatever it might be. Just that. Just sending. Yes. Just sending love and, and and no recriminations and no and not not even any forgiveness. It's like um, you know. You've heard this. You've heard the quote so many times from Mark Twain: "Forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it." On the heel that has crushed it. And I think you need to. I really think that this isn't important for your father. This is important for you, Michelle. Yeah, to it, finally, once and for all, rid yourself of this poison. Because, like I've often said, nobody dies from a snake bite. Right. So that if 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 someone bites, if a snake bites you, it isn't the bite. Now your your father may have bit you many many times when you were a young girl. All right. Uh, so, but it isn't the bite that it will kill you. It is the venom that continues yeah. to flow through your system long after the bite has taken place, and that's still going on in you. Yeah. And there's a part of you. There's a soul. There's Michelle. You have a soul that is crying out to you, saying. You've got to fill me with love rather than with all of this hatred and anger. And once you do, once you do that, so many things are going to change in your life. Your own health, your own health. And I suspect that your own health might be in jeopardy if you don't do this. Okay. There's an old Chinese proverb that says, uh, you know, if you're going to pursue revenge, uh, you'd better dig two graves. Yes, and I don't, I don't, um, I have no desire to be revengeful and I have no desire to be hateful and I have no desire to bring up all the things that hurt me. I just didn't know how or if I should say anything or if I should respect that obviously for whatever reason there's been no contact and say and do nothing. But inside But but there's been no contact there's been no contact on either side. That's correct. You 
you know, he he's wondering, why hasn't my daughter contacted me for 30 years? You're wondering, why hasn't my father contacted me for 30 years? Yes. This is still a child of God, no yes. matter what, how he behaved. He still is, uh, you know, he still is a piece of God. Yes. Uh, and deserving of, you see, you say, I have no need for uh, those things that you just described, for anger, for revenge, and so on. But let me ask you this. Do you have a need for the reverse? Can you, can you, can you, do you have a need for love in, in, in your heart and in, in, in pouring through your veins? And, can, and, that, and that's the only thing that you have to give away. And if you have that to give away, then you'll give that away to your father, regardless of how he might have treated you 30 years ago. Okay. Okay. That would be my recommendation, and I really, I, I pray for you right now that uh, that you will make that uh, that pilgrimage and go there and uh, and just just make it a loving, a loving thing. You're going to feel better. Okay. I promise you that. Well, I appreciate that very much. I, I just kept mm-hmm. getting hung up on his last words that he said to me, and they're like he said them yesterday. And every time I get hung up on the, those words. Um, I feel like I... What I were those words? Oh, I don't even know if I can say them on radio, but... Not. You can. No, you can say them. It's okay. He said to me with his finger pointed in my face, you da-da-da, little mm-hmm. B-I, da-da-da, mm-hmm. this is right. all your F, da-da-da, fault, and one mm-hmm. day you will pay for this. Mm. And about four years ago, when I watched one of your PBS shows, mm. I realized that I've been paying for it for 26 mm. years. You have, yeah. And now you know what you do with that? You you respond with love. When, you know, when, you know, just read the prayer of St. Francis before you go. That Lord, it says, make me an instrument of thy peace. Where there is hatred, and you just described it, let me sow love. Let me sow love. Let me be that kind of a person who, even in the face of that kind of hatred from my own father, the only thing I have to give you is love. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.